0: It's for Camp Andrews is the offering this morning uh, Thank you so much for some of you guys you guys that were here uh, For the hard work yesterday uh, If you weren't here and you don't know what happened uh, Drive out the bottom driveway and look up on the roof on that building over there that roof got replaced yesterday uh, By about what do you have eight or nine guys Ernie something like that uh, so Thank you guys so much for, for coming and making that happen, tearing it all off, putting a brand new roof on. Uh you guys are, are amazing. So thank you so much for, for your help there. Uh there's another opportunity coming up. Uh Jason has some why don't you just share a little bit what you're you wanna empty or clean out. What's a clean out thing coming up on Saturday? Uh, Ernie can explain it. Or moving something? Okay. So cab- okay, so we have some cabinets in storage that need to get taken, dug out of there, get taken over to Abbeyville Road and installed. Uh, and so, if that's something you'd be interested in doing, helping, make sure you talk to Ernie or Jason, or do you just want one contact person? Okay, talk to Ernie. If that's something you're interested in helping. Uh, Make sure you talk to Ernie, and uh, that we can we can help. Okay, all right. This coming Saturday, okay, all right. This coming Saturday, if that's something that you're interested in helping, why make sure you talk to Ernie. So, but thanks for your help. It's just amazing to have to have help and. that are there any other? Yeah, I'm going to announce this again. LBS is coming up so two weeks from today, and it's going to be the Sunday morning service prior to LBS. So July 31st and August 7th, our church services are going to be held at County Park at the LBS location. So nothing's going to be happening here two and three weeks from today. Got it. And I know there's a lot happening with LBS prep work, so bless you guys that are all involved in that. Any other announcements? Oh, yes. Good. yeah so we're did people are people aware of what's happening or are you not aware about the the party for Stephen Vicky everyone most people you're not okay we're having a fair- is it a farewell party I don't know a party for Stephen Vicky at the park Eastland Peter park tonight at six o'clock. So, you're more than welcome to come. Everyone's invited. Uh, So, everyone else got it? All right, that's tonight. So, bring your lawn chairs, bring some games, sign up on Facebook to bring finger food if you already did it. There was a headline in the, uh, actually, before I start. Seth, would you mind coming and having a word of prayer for me just before I start cheering here this morning? Thank you for uh, all you have given us, and Lord, we thank you just for Dale and what he has for us, and Lord, I just ask that you would open our hearts, Lord, that we would just be willing to receive your word. And, Lord, that we would just recognize your goodness as our Father. Amen. Lord, I just ask that your hands would be upon Dale. And, Lord, that you would give him the words to speak. And, Lord, that you would just give us grace this morning. Father, would You say this your name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Seth. The question that I was asking myself this week or a question that came to mind, like, how do you share at church when you have just gone through probably one of the most difficult weeks of your life? I had a difficult week. Very difficult week. Um, I'm not gonna go into detail of what happened, but several different things happened, and it seemed like they all came at once, Tuesday and Wednesday, to where it was just difficult. I mean, I was I was stretched. Like to the point of of, of I felt like I could break, really. Stretched thin. How do you push through that? I read a story, I don't know if it's true or not, but this is, this is what it says. There's a headline in the local paper that read, Minister Thought Dead Discovered in California. This came from an actual newspaper and it's an interesting story. We don't know exactly what happened that particular day, but there came an end of a work day and a path that a pastor took his car and he drove down to the river. They found that he had taken off his shoes, placed them by the edge of the river. People naturally assumed that he had committed suicide. The family had a funeral at the church, and everybody's heart was broken for the whole situation. But what was really shocking came two years later when someone was getting on the bus and the pastor who they thought was dead was alive. And so this pastor got his car, drove it down to the river, took off his shoes, set his shoes by the river, and left. And people thought that he had committed suicide. I'm guessing life was pretty difficult for him. And he wanted to throw in the towel. He didn't want to keep going. And that can happen sometimes for us as well. To where life gets so difficult, I think we want to do the same thing. I sure do. This week was one of those times. Where you want to take off your shoes and just... Say it's too difficult. It's too tough. It's just so hard. Does it have to be this way? We don't see any light at the end of the tunnel. And I loved our Sunday school. Our Sunday school was great this morning. It was for us men. We were talking about it. The difficult moments are often times where we can't see what God is doing. Not only can we not see what God is doing, but in the darkest moments, Scott brought this up, in the darkest moment is where God is doing the greatest work. And I'm not here saying you're in a difficult moment. Maybe you are, maybe you aren't. And I was hesitant and I'm I'm struggling to know how to share this because I feel like I'm talking to myself But yet it's what I believe God wants me to share this morning And so this morning I'm holding a mirror up here and talking to the guy in the mirror as well And recognizing that in the darkest moments God is doing the greatest work We forget that Or we don't think about that. But in God's sovereignty, that's what God does. Living in America, that's not what the American dream is, to have difficult moments. But when I look at Scripture, it's what God uses to make you grow, our challenges and difficult moments. Jesus knew what difficult moments were. Thank you. You look at Scripture, there's a lot of people that know really know what difficult moments were. Jesus knew what that was. Before he died, he asked, Father, if it's possible, remove this cup from me. He didn't want to go through it. But then you know what he said after that? He says, not my will, but your will be done. I find myself coming into difficult situations, and I do the exact same thing as Jesus did. Lord, remove this cup. It is so difficult. It is so dark. A lot of times, to my shame, I stop there. Because I just want it removed. And I don't pray the part like I should. You know what, Lord? But not my will, but your will be done. And if it's his will that we go through it, then we go through it. It's a re- framing of the mind of... God, just make it stop. Just make it stop. Make it stop. Versus, God, this is your will. I'm going to push through it. I'm asking for it to stop. But I'm also saying, God, your will be done. David, we know David was like that. You look at scriptures. And there are so many scriptures. I, 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 wasn't even sure what scripture to use because there's so many scriptures that you could tie in here you look at David you look at Psalms I think there's a number of times where David was at the end of his rope the way he cried out to God Lord help me Lord have mercy on me just time and time and time again he got to this spot to where he's, he just cried out Lord I need you I need you Paul, another guy, three times specifically that is recorded with the thorn in the flesh that he had. You know, Lord, remove this thorn in the flesh. And oftentimes, that's where we stop our prayer. God, just remove this. Remove it. Remove it. And you know what God's response was? My grace is sufficient for you, Paul. My grace is sufficient for you. And that's for each one of us today as well. God's grace is sufficient for us in the moment. And he doesn't stop there. Then he says, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. That's like a concept that our human minds uh, just doesn't seem to connect with us. Strength and weakness doesn't seem right. But the kingdom of God, God says, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. My grace is sufficient for you, Jesus says. And so what you're going through, if there's difficult moments that you're going through this morning, I just want to encourage you. And this is still for us today. Jesus is saying, my grace is sufficient for you. Don't give up. Don't take off your shoes. God's grace is sufficient for you. We ask for things to be removed. We ask for an easier (laughs) life. Can God do that? Absolutely God can do that. But remember that God also wants the best for you. He loves you so much. He cares for you so much, he wants the best for you. And in that best, God wants for you to grow. He doesn't want us just to exist, but he wants us to grow. So, therefore, God being God, in order for us to grow, we need challenges. We need some struggle. We need some difficulties. If those wouldn't be there, we would simply exist. And God wants us to do more than just exist. He wants us to grow. So when God brings challenges and difficulties into our life, He wants us to grow. If there's anyone that would have figured out, like, to have growth in an easy way, it'd probably be God, right? Growth doesn't come easy. And God knows how to work with people. He's been working with people for thousands of years, billions of people. God has been working with he created he knows what it takes for people to grow and he knows what you need to grow and he knows what it takes for me to grow and oftentimes it's challenges and difficulties whereas this sovereign God that knows what he's doing knows how to work with people will bring something into your life says you know what I want to make you a better person. In order for you to become a better person, I'm going to give you some difficult moments. And so I want us to, to reframe our thinking here this morning and start recognizing that God is sovereign. And when he brings difficult moments into our life, it's for our good. Let's not take off our shoes. Let's not park our car and walk away. Your Heavenly Father has the best in mind. I have five things here that I wrote down that I have been processing, and this has been helpful for me uh, this week. Number one is God knows what he's doing. I talked about that just a little bit. God knows what he's doing. He doesn't bring something in that just will not help you. He knows what he's doing when he brings something into your life. He's got it. Number two, God will make you better through this. Through your circumstance, God wants to make you better. Number three, God is not trying to hurt you. It may seem like it, but God is not trying to hurt you. Number four, God will not waste your pain. Because sometimes there's pain involved. God doesn't waste your pain. Number five, I want to be comfortable, but God wants me to grow. I want to be comfortable, but God wants me to grow. Because he does. He really, really wants us to grow, and he wants you to grow as well. We sang that song this morning. I don't know where you'll take me, but I know you're always good. I'm holding on to you. I'm holding on to your promises. That song's really speaking to me right now and has this morning. And just knowing that God's got this, I don't know where he's taking me right now. I can't see the end picture. But I know it's going to be good. Because that's who God is. Isaiah 41. This is a scripture that I'm going to read here today. Isaiah 41. I'm going to read verses 1 through 10. And looking at. Just looking at scripture. I was processing some this week. Of all the verses. In scripture that. Talk about encouraging, about being strong, about praying for each other, fighting your battles. Like, why are so many of those things in Scripture? The Scripture is full of that, literally full of that, verse after verse after verse. Be strong in the Lord. Take on the armor of God. Just keep fighting. Keep going. Why is that in Scripture? Why would we need that if everything would be easy? And so for us to think that everything should be easy is inaccurate. It's not scriptural. Because the scripture is so full of being strong, being courageous, If things wouldn't be difficult you wouldn't need to be strong You wouldn't need to be courageous you wouldn't need to fight any battles It's full of it But I do want to encourage you here this morning as well And that's why I'm going to read uh, Isaiah 41 1 to 10 Isaiah 41 verse 1 Keep silence before me O coastlands And let the people renew their strength. Let them come near, then let them speak. Let us come near together for judgment. Who raised up one from the east? Who in righteousness called him to his feet? Who gave the nations before him and made him rule over kings? Who gave them as the dust to his sword, as driven stubble to his bow? who pursued them and passed safely by the way that he had not gone with his feet who has performed it who has done it calling the generations from the beginning here's the answer I the Lord am the first and with the last I am he verse 5 the coastlands saw it and feared the ends of the earth were afraid they drew near and came Verse 6 and 7 is what I really want us to get here. Everyone helped his neighbor and said to his brother, Be of good courage. So the craftsman encouraged the goldsmith. He who smoothed with the hammer inspired him who strikes the anvil, saying, It's ready for soldering. Then he fastened it with pegs that it may not totter. But you, O Israel, are my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the descendants of Abraham, my friend. You whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called from the farthest regions, and you, and say to you, You are my servant, I have chosen you, and have not cast you away. Verse ten, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with I will uphold you with righteousness with my right hand. That's what I want to leave you this morning with you this morning is that I know it's shorter but I plan it to be shorter but this is what I want to get you get are these verses right here verse 6 everyone helped his neighbor and they said to each other be of good cheer or be of good courage encouragement is amazing we all need encouragement encouragement I think we probably all know what it's like to be encouraged. It feels, it's a, it's, it's a boost under your arms. It's a, some air under your wings when people encourage you. So I want to encourage you this morning. Be of good courage. But then I also want us to encourage others as well. Here it says everyone helped his neighbor. So I just see this big thing of just encouragement going on. So let's encourage someone else this week as well. And it says the craftsman encouraged the goldsmith, and then we see what happens there as well. So in closing here, I just want to encourage you today to keep going. Be strong. Be courageous. God is with us wherever we go. Trust in the Lord. The Bible talks so many times of trusting in God. Why would we have to trust in God if everything would be simply easy it's not smooth seas don't make a skillful sailor some of you know that that's my favorite quote still is so be of good courage trust in the Lord and I want you to reclaim your shoes this morning There's shoes that you have taken off, and and something that God has brought into your life, and you just thought it's too difficult. You walked down to the river and you took them off. I'm asking you to take them back up. Let's reclaim our shoes. Let's put them back on for the glory of God. The things that He wants us to do, let's do with courage, with purpose. So I want to bless you this week. I want to encourage you. Be strong. Be of good courage. God is with us. I'm including myself here. And let's reclaim our shoes that we've taken off and left by the river. Father, thank you so much that you're God. And as a sovereign God, you know what it takes for us to grow. As your children, thank you for your love. Thank you that you care for us. Thank you that you want us to grow. And Lord, in order for us to grow, most times, often, You bring challenges into our life. And Lord, it's at that moment where we have challenges, where we have difficulties sometimes, Father, and I confess of this, that we drive down to the river and we just want to take off our shoes because we don't want to go through what we need to go through. So, Father, I'm asking this morning for myself and for each one of us here, Lord, if we've taken off shoes that we would put them back on. And we would be the people that you intended us to be. Father, thank you for scriptures. Thank you that you never leave us. You never forsake us. You're always with us. Even when it's difficult, we don't have to fear or to be dismayed. Because you're our God and you will strengthen us and you will help us. So, Lord, thank you for helping us. Thank you for your strength. Lord, I pray for each one of us as we go from here, Lord, that we could encourage each other. And, Lord, I just pray a blessing on each person that's here that we could go in your strength and in your might and in your power for your glory. So pray a blessing on each person that's here. Be glorified in our lives. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what you're doing. And Lord, in the difficult moments, it's very hard to say that, I know. But thank you for the difficult moments. God, you're good. We want to bless you and honor you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for coming this morning. Bless you. Have a great week. You're dismissed.